It's 3 a.m. on November 2nd, 2010. There are drunk people yelling outside in Los Angeles. And this is the first episode of my podcast. I'm calling it By That I Mean. In this first episode, which is going to be shorter and seriouser and pretentiouser than future editions, I want to warn you about an F6-sized turdnado that is hurtling straight toward all of us and predicted to touch down today in states and counties across America, namely the 2010 midterm and gubernatorial elections. I suspect several of my close friends, even those of you who consider yourselves progressive, either don't plan to vote or are very non-committal right now. And I really want to urge you to get off your collective and individual tuchuses right now. Um, well, five or six hours from now when the polls open. To fully understand why I'm voting against Republicans and not necessarily for Democrats this year, let me take a moment to explain what I think is the real story of this year's elections. This election isn't about President Obama. It's not even about the crazy, crazy Tea Party candidates themselves, although we're about to be stuck with some of them. The Tea Party doesn't represent real America, and if you think they do, you're wrong for several billion reasons. The crazy candidates are just the red herrings in the story of this election. They happen to be hilariously absurd people who were around at the right time and want you to give them the power to start wars and execute mentally handicapped people. They're not the story of this election. The real story of this election is money. Early this year, the U.S. Supreme Court gave corporations basically free reign to donate unlimited amounts of money to political candidates. In the wake of the court's decision, some large corporations like Fox News's parent company have donated millions of dollars to Tea Party groups and candidates, which would be crazy and unfair enough. Then Fox News made itself the Tea Party channel and elevated Glenn Beck and everyone else there to the roles of national corporate spokespeople for a political party. But millions of dollars in a TV channel weren't enough. The wealthy and powerful have always tried to sway your vote, but now they have permission to spend directly on campaigns and do so openly in the media without ever disclosing who funds their ads. If you've turned on broadcast TV or radio at all in the last few months, you've witnessed the wall of negative campaign ads funded by nonprofit corporations with innocuous sounding names like Americans for Prosperity. After the Supreme Court decision, the money rolled in through these groups and to the Tea Party candidates. Those nonprofits have now collected and spent billions bankrolling extraordinarily reactionary candidates with no political or legislative experience and no interest in actually governing. But these candidates, whether you think they're loony or not, are not even the point. They are simply a misdirection. Now don't get me wrong. There are a lot of conservatives out there who genuinely want a smaller government and like the idea of the Tea Parties for that reason. But the actual politicians calling themselves Tea Partiers, on the other hand, are advocating eliminating programs that are basic to the prosperity and fairness of this country, programs that most Tea Partiers wouldn't support fully eliminating, like Social Security and Medicare. Tea Party candidates used platitudes that dyed-in-the-wool conservatives always love to hear, 
but their personalities and kooky statements belie the people who actually supported and funded them. And of course, in the echo chamber of the mainstream media, they became instant celebrities because crazy plus microphone equals fame, wink. But their stupidity is just a distraction from the real problem, which is their employers. It's a kind of electoral sleight of hand that will make a billion dollars disappear overnight and a bunch more spineless goons appear tomorrow in Congress. Corporate America is pretty much the David Copperfield of American politics. The saddest part to me is that the people I know who want to vote for the Tea Party are no more and no less than disaffected Republicans who wish their party would actually be conservative. These folks are not going to be pleased when Tea Partiers do nothing to create jobs or hold banks and corporations accountable for their mistakes. To be sure, Democrats no longer stand on their own platform, but they are the only party in America actually interested in writing, enacting, or enforcing laws. Republicans, since 2008, have been solely concerned with taking down President Obama, delegitimizing him in the eyes of the public, and preventing Democrats from making legislative gains. And when the further gridlock they have already promised to bring hurts the economy, that will hurt everyone of every political stripe. It's going to hurt everyone who voted in this midterm, as well as everyone who stays home today out of indifference or spite. Speaking of that, and speaking directly to my progressive friends out there, I know a lot of you don't want to go out and vote today. You have to go to your job. You have to try to find a new job. You have, you know, a life to live and no time for politics unless it's a presidential election. Or, if you're some of my other friends, you're a pretty liberal person and you're disappointed by what Obama has done or what Congress hasn't done, or vice versa. If you think your apathy will send a message, please wake up today. Not caring isn't going to make Republicans work with Democrats any more than it will make the billions of dollars spent on this year's campaigns go away. Apathy will only amplify the power of all that money. That enthusiasm gap you've heard about is what corporate America purchased. And accordingly, the message sent by your not voting is the same one you'd send in voting for a Tea Partier, that all that money was well spent. I'm not exaggerating when I say that voting is your only remaining legal way to fight the carnival barkers of the Tea Party and the big money boys that backed them. Please vote, even if you vote for folks you don't love, as long as they sometimes want our government to do things beyond military war, culture war, and corporate welfare, they are worth your energy. You cannot sit this out. Even if you vote for a moderate-by-comparison Republican who got primaried and ran on a third party this year, just please go out and vote for him or her over the Tea Partiers who won't even give interviews to your local press. It's still your decision who to vote for in America. Please, don't be too jaded or lazy or naive to exercise that right and obligation today.